This is Glenn Hughes, the voice of rock, and you're listening to Music Mania. Get ready for some screaming heavy metal! We rock! But the evil that men do... You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Schweitzer. We are bringing out the big guns today because our guest is going to be none other than Michael Shanker, one of the great guitar virtuosos in all of hard rock, is going to be joining us to talk about Michael Schenker Fest, which is coming to America starting March 6th. He's got all three MSG singers from Gary Barden, Graham Bonnet, Robin McCauley, even his own Temple of Rock singer Doogie White will be joining this incredible two and a half hour live spectacle, which is going to span Michael Schenker's career from UFO, Scorpions, MSG, and on. I'll tell you what, no one is more excited about this tour than me, and I'm going to hit this up in Las Vegas in March. But I'll tell you what, Michael Schenker, this is his second time joining me on the Music Mania podcast. He is one of my favorite guitarists of all time, a super nice guy, uh, and a guy that has had a very public feud with his own brother, Rudolph who is a member of the Scorpions. It's uh, always been kind of bizarre to me, but I think this kind of goes back to the way Michael was treated um, as far as maybe some songwriting credits on the Love Drive album, which he was a part of. But guys, Michael Schenker is back. He is uh, firing on all cylinders. This album, Resurrection, is going to be coming out March 2nd via Nuclear Blast. Be sure to go uh, to YouTube to check out the Michael Schenker Fest. Uh, Two videos already out for that, Heart and Soul and Warrior. Both are really good songs, very melodic, very straight-ahead hard rock, stuff that you would expect from Michael using all three of those great singers. I think that's what makes this really unique is to be able to enjoy all of the eras of uh, MSG, of Michael Schenker Group, and onto Macaulay Schenker Group with uh, Robin Macaulay. It's all there. It's all going to be featured in this show. Be sure to go to michaelschenkerhimself.com to see all the tour dates. It starts March 6th at the Fillmore in Silver Springs, Maryland, and it ends April 3rd at the Ritz in Tampa, Florida. I'm going to be out there March 27th in Las Vegas. That is at uh, the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. I cannot wait to check this out. It'll be my first time seeing uh, Michael live, so that's incredible. He is an incredible guitarist, one of the greatest of all time, and of course went through a very public substance abuse battle over the years, but he is at 63, looks absolutely fantastic. His playing is as good as it's ever been, and we're going to be talking to him about all that and much more. He is a, he is a guy that, when he was on the show a year ago, uh, we were talking about the uh, Michael Schenkerfest DVD that came out, and he is one of the most genuine, nice, down-to-earth people with his time, and what makes... What doesn't make sense to me is that I've also had interactions. I have not had a chance to interview, but I have met uh, Rudolf Schenker, his brother, guitarist for the Scorpions, he was, who was also a very down-to-earth, very genuine, nice person. So whatever has kind of happened between the two of them, it's, it's, it's obviously you know, very personal, and it's, it's unfortunate that, uh, that, that, is, uh, that, that that's the case because they are both such talented and wonderful players. But you know, Michael has always kind of made his own path over the years. He, he, of course, joined UFO in the 70s. He was a wonderkind, a very young age. He established himself as 
a great player at a very young age, and I think that's what it's carried him into such a wonderful career. From Scorpions, UFO, MSG. I'm a huge MSG fan. Uh, huge fan of the uh, Macaulay Shanker group, uh, which was sort of the last incarnation of MSG when he joined forces with Robin Macaulay. Songs like Anytime, Love Is Not a Game. I'm just such a, a huge fan of that work. And Michael, one of my favorite guitarists of all time. But before we bring Michael onto the show, I've got to tell you about our sponsors CD Warehouse in Gladstone, Missouri. There is no substitute for 22 years. They have been a staple of the Northland. Be sure to hit up the owner, Randy Ringer, at CD Warehouse in Gladstone. CDs, DVDs, vinyl, and more. Guys, they buy, sell, and trade. 95% of the music I still own today comes from CD Warehouse in Gladstone. Guys, do not let the record stores completely uh, go by the wayside because someone like CD Warehouse is still there providing all this stuff for you. Check them out at 2504 Northeast 57th Terrace in Gladstone or on the phone at 816-455-2130. Well, it's our pleasure to welcome back to the Music Mania Podcast one of my favorite guitarists of all time, Michael Shanker. Michael, welcome to the show, man. Everyone here in America is so excited about you bringing Michael Shanker Fest here. And of course, the new album, Resurrection, which comes out on March 2nd. On the second, the album comes out. And uh, the new single, Take Me to the Church, the third one, and uh, on the sixth we start touring. And it's four singers, you know, it's the addition of Doogie White, who who was with the Michael Schenker's Temple of Rock, who was the current singer. And then, of course, the three uh, past uh, um, the MSG singers from the 80s, Gary Barton, Graham Bonnet, Robin McCauley, and Doogie White from uh, Michael Schenker's Temple of Rock. And uh, and we do a two and a half hour show, and uh, we play classics and classic classics and new songs and something for everybody, and it's going to be great. It is, and of course, I've uh, you know checked out the Schenker Fest DVD that came out about a year and a half ago. We had you on the show about a year ago to talk about that, and now, of course, uh, a lot of people can go check out uh, on YouTube. You have videos for uh, for, uh, for for Resurrection. You got a Warrior, um, which is a great video, and um, and I think you just released an, another video from the album as well here just recently. Did you guys? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it's it's the uh, heart and soul uh, where actually we have Kirk Hamlet jamming. A, a, a solo with me, and uh, you know that's the opener of the album. Well, what was it like having Kirk Hammett come in? I know he's a huge fan of your era uh, of the Scorpions and a huge fan of you in general and your playing. What was it like having him come in and work on uh, that Heart and Soul song? Well, it was like that. Well, first of all, Peter Mensch always told me. Peter Mensch, used, I used to live with Peter Mensch, and he managed the ACD Santa Claus, and uh, which means I'm uh, his favorite guitarist, and. Uh, so eventually, he always wanted to con- make contact with me, and eventually they put together that that metal show with, with Eddie Trunk and invited me to jam with Kurt, and that was always like a wish for him. And so we did an interview together, and then we played uh, live gigs a few da- a few days later. That was a couple of years ago or three years ago, and uh, and he jammed with us. And uh, so basically, Kurt, the fan, turned into a friend and played with the biggest fan in the world. And so I said, Kurt. You want to be our guest? And he said, yes, let's do it. And so, you know, but he wanted to do it in Hawaii. And so his management actually paid for our co-producer, Michael Foss, to fly over there and and, uh, and and do it with him. We left the house where we wanted him to play. And then they sent me pictures while they were doing it. And Kirk looked like a 19-year-old 
teenager with the happiest face I've ever seen. And so <laughs> I'm sure he was happy doing it. And I'm, I'm happy he did it. And so it, it's mission complete. It is, and I think a lot of people are excited for this coming out. Uh, of course, on Nuclear Blast Records coming out in just uh, in just a few weeks. Uh, what does it say about you and your working relationship to have guys like Graham Bonnet and uh, and, and Robin McCauley that you're still such good friends after all these years that you could bring all three of them and of course Mr. Barden into the mix uh, and and still be friends and have this good working relationship? How, what what does that say about you and the, and the relationships that you have with these guys? Yeah, but I, I never had a really bad relationship, or at least I didn't ever really look at the bad relationship. I, I, I don't really make it, you know, usually all my members over the years, it's all due to not being able to keep them on the retainer. I started Michael Schenker Group to do the, uh, to explore them with music and to do things when I wanted them, how I wanted them, and so on. And so basically every time I, I you know, I, I took, took a break and, uh, you know, people wanted to carry on, you know, doing music uh, or needed to earn money, they would, you know, con- uh, 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 join another band and stuff like that. But, you know, of course with Graham, it was like, he, he he only lasted 50 minutes on stage and then he disappeared and I don't know what happened and uh, and but you know we got Gary back and, and I never really looked deeply into that I mean I just say you know I will be done <laughs> um, you know come see come see on to the next and uh, Gary basically he twisted away as eventually uh, Chris Glenn he, he left overnight and uh, uh just before a show in New York in 84. And so I, I could feel that MSG was coming to an end, you know, that that kind of MSG. And, um, and then I wanted to have an, and then uh, I, I wanted to have a, 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 an experience with sharing responsibilities with the singer 50-50. And then Bobby Nicole became that singer. We called it Nicole Schenker Group, keeping the MSG for his name, with his name and my name, Nicole Schenker. You know, share it 50-50 until 1991, and then I basically decided to to completely drop out of the scene and and do my own thing and move to Arizona, and uh, came back to Germany in 2005. And so basically, I realized that all my energy, you know, where other bands they they stayed together for years and years and years and create a bad brand name and they put all the energy into that same formation, and but I kind of split my energy over. Uh, the years uh, into different lineups and so you know my latest uh, the third part of my life which is now celebration time and uh, I wanted to I came to the realization that you know for the last you know eight years after performing the most popular music of Michael Schenker with other singers but not original ones and so um, we toured with Michael Schenker's Temple of Rock for for four four years, made two studio albums, two CDs, live CDs, and I I not suggested to take a break because we were circling in the same cities and stuff. And usually bands they take a break by making an album for three years. So I decided just to have a break. We just had to uh, release the live album, and so Herman, you know, and Francis, who used to be with the Scorpions, they they did their own thing, and and I looked at myself and. Us, you know, ah, you know, it's time for me to show up with the original singers, and and that was basically the idea, and uh, to as to get to the next level, to the next step, and uh, 
And so, you know, I, I checked with the guys, with Robin and Gary and Graham, and they were more than happy to do it. And that's how we got the ball rolling. And then I put the, the, the musicians together, then we made a, a, a live a DVD, CD, and, and people were able to see around the world the potential rather than watching it through the iPhone, YouTube thing. And, uh, and then that led to, um, you know, uh, companies uh, approaching me about the record deal and then, you know, 2008, I, I actually, uh, I was always stage fright, 2008, all of a sudden I wanted to be on stage. So, so I took that as a sign to put one leg into the into the loop of rock and roll. And uh, with the Michael Schenker fest after the DVD signing with a Nuclear Blast, I decided to put both legs back in and continue where I stopped when I was 23 years old in 1978, when I finished uh, um, UFO, um, of in the Night and helped the Scorpions with the Love Tribe album. And I, by that time, I had uh, experienced pain to its highest and fullest, and I was able to make a decision if I wanted to hold on to the fame, or if I wanted to start my second chapter and experiment with music and, and uh, you know, focus on life and, uh, as well. And um, so I call that my middle years. And so, so in the first part of my life, I made my musical con contribution to the world unconsciously. In the middle years, I experimented, learned about life, and in the, which was the most rewarding years, by the way, because they taught me everything uh, and, and, and made it possible for me to enjoy the third part of my life, which is now the way I do and especially with the fest, with all the four singers. And who knows, you know, this is 2018. This is the 40th anniversary of Strangers in the Night. Maybe Phil Mock pops up, you know, and joins us at some point. And um, 2019 is actually 50 years of, of recording anniversary for Klaus Meiner and myself. You know, I, that's when I wrote um, In Search of Peace of Mind on Lonesome Cold, the first Scorpions album. So maybe Klaus comes out and, and, and joins the Michael Schenker Fest for a song or two and, and sings, you know. And we have the ultimate Michael Schenker Fest. Who knows? Anything is possible. But for now, it's the four singers. It's the, uh, the latest album that we have that's going to come out on the 2nd of March. And it's called Resurrection. Uh, four singers and uh, all brand new songs. Um, it's getting fantastic response around the world. And, uh, you know, it's, we have a fantastic record company, Nuclear Blast. Uh, I have met most of them. I did a two-month promo tour. I went to all of Europe. I went to Los Angeles. And I went to, uh, to Japan and back to the UK once around the world in two weeks. I had the worst jet lag ever. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, you know, we are well, well equipped and well prepared and, uh, and it is looking really good. Well, you talked about uh, how cool it would be to br bring up uh, Phil Mogg, or you even talked about Klaus Mine, who you said is the ch is the only true artist in the Scorpions, and Michael, that includes your own brother Rudolph. So I know you guys uh, don't exactly get along that well these days. Um, you know, you, you talked about Klaus. How have you guys been able to remain close over these years while you and your brother have been kind of feuding? No, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I haven't spoken to Klaus for a long, long, long time, you know, and so I am not saying that, that, uh, you know, the, 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 the basic is that the fact is that uh, 2019 is 50 years of recording for Klaus and myself, and I wrote um, in such a piece of mind was my song. It was credited to the Scorpions unfairly 
But it's my song and Klaus, I guess, did the lyrics and, and the melody to the song. And so it's my very first song I ever wrote. And it's a, it's a fantastic song. And so I'm just saying that maybe Klaus, at some point in 2019, you know, decides to to jump on the and Michael Schenker says wagon and, 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 and performs uh, with us, you know. Uh, maybe he just shows up out of surprise. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm not saying that something is going to happen. I'm just saying it, it's something that could happen. Well, and talk about this. You talked about just finishing up rehearsals for this tour. How do you how do you go about putting together a set uh, for for something of this magnitude? When you have UFO material, you have MSG material, you have even a little Scorpions material. How do you go about putting together a set for this? Because it's a it's a two and a half hour show. There's a lot to it, man. There's a lot going on here. Yeah, it's all Mike Schenker. It's all Mike Schenker material and uh, from different lineups uh, throughout my career and. Uh, so basically, we play classics. We play classics, classics. We play, um, you know, the the the. Uh, uh, we play new stuff, and we play. Uh, it's a very, a very well balanced um, a set with four singers. Uh, it's a two and a half hour show, and uh, we just finished the rehe- last rehearsal in Scotland, and uh, uh, you know, with the musicians, we're going to um, carry on in the, in the states early this year. I mean, uh, the, 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 uh, in March and. Uh, uh, complete our rehearsal and uh, we our first show is on the 6th and basically you know it, it putting this thing together is something you don't plan it just happens you know step by step by itself one thing leads to the next you know I mean once I came to the realization that uh, wow you know I should combine my energy and put all the energy that I put spread in different directions together onto one center point and make something out of that. And that way I can collect and, and you know, it's like a microfine block, you know. I can, you know, focus all my, all the past energy that, that scattered all over the place, com- gathered all together in one center and, and perform. Uh, I thought that was a great idea. And, uh, and so... Basically, that was the beginning of it, and then, and when, 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 you know, Gary and Graham and Robin said yes, um, you know, I put the band together, and we started off uh, um, Sweden Rock, and we had a, another concert there and here, and so step by step, we were getting more offers in, did more shows, and led to the DVD, uh, which was a, which was made it possible uh, around the world for people to see what the real potential of this is rather than watching it through the iPhone and the, the YouTube thing. And so, you know, and that led to the um, to the interest of record companies around the world to, to wanting to sign, you know, me for, uh, to, to sign, sign this. And so I decided to go with Nuclear Blast, fantastic company. And, uh, and I, you know, met most of them. I've been like 12 key cities in, uh, or actually 15 in, in, in Europe. I went all the way from, from Paris to Milan and to uh, four cities in, in Germany, Helsinki, Poland, uh, Finland, and so on, and London. And then I went to Los Angeles and to Japan. And so basically, um, yeah, it, it's all done in steps. You don't know what the next step is. It's never, you know, it's always done in the now, basically. And, uh, so, which is a good way of doing things because it doesn't overwhelm you. It doesn't, you know, you, because you don't really know what's what's happening next. You just focus on what is possible now. 
what do you th- what are your expectations of the crowds here in America because you've taken this show to Japan and to Europe but here in America that have not got a glimpse of you in quite a while probably since Temple of Rock what are your ex- expectations uh, for the crowds here in America that haven't seen you in a long time because a lot of people are so excited to see you guys yeah I, I don't have any expectation I just enjoy myself and I have a great band together I have great material I have a great past and uh, most people are probably not aware of what happened to me in my middle years, and but which was my most rewarding years. Uh, many people wonder, you know, what happened to Michael, that because for 15 years I completely disappeared. I moved to Arizona, built a recording studio, and I was just focusing on experimenting with music. That's what I needed to do in order to get everything out of my system, in order to come back and be fresh. And, and now I can do anything I want. I can enjoy my life you know, tremendously at the third stage of my life. And now is the time where I can carry on where I finished, where I stopped as a 23-year-old in 1978 with Strangers in the Night and Love Drive. And, uh, you know, and so now uh, after all this uh, uh, middle years and uh, um, re-establishing since 2008, now with the, with the gift of... Uh, wanting to be on stage, which is very important. Um, I actually having fun on stage now in a very natural way, which is fantastic. And it's fantastic that actually, you know, many people, I think, will come back from the past who maybe even wondered what happened to Michael and actually disconnected because they didn't know. Um, you know, the hardcore fans, of course, they stayed with me throughout the years. Not all, they know doubt about it. And, uh, and they enjoyed my experiments, et cetera, et cetera. But there are other people maybe, you know, who were hooked on UFO. And then when I disappeared, uh, they maybe lost interest or whatever. But the thing is that these people are still, you know, many of them are still alive. And uh, if they uh, understand and hear what actually happened to me in all, all of those years and why I did what I did, et cetera, et cetera, and what I'm coming back with, et cetera, you know. And that can even, you know, turn into much more than that. It can it can even turn into the ultimate Mike fest, you know, who knows. But that's just a possibility. But for now, reality is, you know, I'm coming back with a brand new album, and uh, which is already, you know... Um, it's already been voted as the album of the year in many countries here in Europe. And so, you know, I did my part in Los Angeles, uh, a couple of days of promotion. And um, I don't expect anything. All I can say is that many people will understand and will all of a sudden wake up to, wait a minute, wait a minute, Michael is awake again. Let's check it out. <laughs> well, we, we are glad to have you. Michael, I'll tell you what, I know that you had a very public uh, battle with, with substance abuse over the years. But I tell you what, do you feel like at your age right now, a lot of people would agree with me here that you look as good as you ever have and that you're playing as good as you ever have. Do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, you know what? You know, the whole thing about uh, uh, substance and, and whatever, uh, in every household, every person on this planet goes through the things. Crisis is a teacher and challenges are learning experience that develop a person. And so only because I was a wunderkind and I was uh, uh, with an extraordinary abilities, uh, was I speaking out, you know. I'm, I'm basically, I went through the same thing as everybody else. 
and uh, everybody struggles in life, uh, has good times, has got bad times, and it's part of life in order to develop. And um, I just have taken care of myself in my own way. And, you know, I, 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 I come up with the goods. I, my music sounds fresh. Um, I look fresh. And so what now can you ask for? Uh, no doubt about it. Michael, I tell you what, we're going to be out in Las Vegas March 27th to check out this show at the House of Blues in Las Vegas. Can't wait to do that. I guess I guess for Robin McCauley, he might be able to do his Rating the Rock Vault show and then go right into Michael Shankerfest. Robin McCauley might be pretty busy that weekend in Vegas. <laughs> oh. Yeah, however, however, he schedules his schedule as long as he's on stage when it's time for him to be on. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He'll get he'll get right over there from the Hard Rock to the House of Blues, not too far, man. But hey, I'll tell you what, Michael, such a huge fan of your work. I can't wait to get this, uh, get see you out in Vegas. Hopefully, I'll have a chance to come and, and say hello and shake your hand because you've been such a friend to our shows uh, for a couple of years now. Thank you so much for sharing your time and your story, and we can't wait for Resurrection on March 2nd on Nuclear Blast Records, man. We will see you in Vegas, my friend. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you, Michael. See you soon. And there you have it, Michael Schenker, his second time joining us on the Music Mania podcast. Cannot thank him enough. That's what it's about here on the podcast. Going back, making connections with these great musicians and letting them tell their stories. It's not about me sitting here with a microphone giving you my top 10 list for drummers and albums of all time. It's about this right here. And um, it's a dream come true for me to be able to interview people like this growing up, uh, not having a clue that I would ever have an opportunity to do interviews with people like Michael Shanker. That's what makes this so special for me, and I can't thank you enough for listening. Hope you guys will hit that subscribe button on iTunes and on YouTube. Either way that you choose to take in the show, we always love the interaction at musicmania underscore show on Twitter. So hit us up. We are always available to answer your questions. Social media is big for us. We love the interaction. If you have an idea for a guest, please throw it out there and we will make it happen. Do our best to make that happen. So as we head now into the month of March, our first episode is going to be with none other than Patrick Stone. He is a former Adler's Appetite singer. Has a new band called Butterside. They've been around a few years they are signed to Lemmy's uh, record label uh, Motorhead Music just saw them open for LA Guns down in Tampa made a couple quick uh, emails and was able to connect with Patrick Stone their singer and he's going to be joining us in March there's so much coming up I'll tell you what March is kind of the start it's the kickoff of the summer concert season for me I've got Vixen and Kicks coming up uh, next weekend down in Durant Oklahoma and then I've got an action packed week starting March 24th, Sticks and Ario Speedwagon in Springfield. Then I'm going down to Vegas for Michael Schenker Fest. We talked about it during the interview. Uh, that's um, March the 27th down in Vegas. Then uh, the next weekend, Brett Michaels, Warrant, Dawkins, Lita Ford, and Firehouse in Council Bluffs, Iowa. That's all coming up in March. It's a busy one for me, guys. In the meantime, thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>